1: Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino back in studio with us today. Now don't you forget, there are so many good places in Mississippi for you and your family to eat, stay, or play. So head on over to visitmississippi.org and find out more. And today we get the privilege of finding out more about Reclaim. It is a great organization here in Mississippi that offers the gospel hope and practical solutions, which I think we can all get behind. And if you're watching us over at supertalk.fm or at Super Talk TV, you'll see I'm not alone. Joining me in the studio is Brett and Allison Barnhill. They are, well, not the brainchilds behind it from the beginning, but they have sort of taken the reins of Reclaim and seeing it into its next chapter. So welcome, guys. Thank Thanks. you,
2: Rebecca.
3: We're it, excited to be here. It's so
1: excited because we're, and we'll get to that, but this is so foreshadowing. If for those longtime Good Things listeners, if you can remember back like three or four years ago, <laughs> We had on a great story about a renovation in Marks, Mississippi, and we're fast-forwarding now to hear about the expansion from that and the good work that's still um, going on. But I'm jumping ahead of myself. So, Brett, let's just kick it off, because you're now the executive director of Reclaimed, but it hadn't always been that way. So take us to the beginning of Reclaimed. Where did it get its start?
2: Yeah, sure. So, um Reclaim got its start back in uh, the great town of Starkville, Mississippi. And uh, it was really um, an idea that was birthed out of uh, several different families uh, there that um, knew each other from church and, and work and business. And actually the the husbands were involved in a, in a Bible study together. And so uh, one time uh, a few of these men came together and, and one of them shared, hey, you know, I've just really been feeling and, and, and my wife and I've been feeling like we need to adopt and and we feel called to adopt. Uh, do international adoption well uh one of them responded with well wait hold on i have the exact same story i you know, god is calling us to adopt and so these families just started uh on this journey of figuring out what that meant and it was new and sharing about that and so uh somewhere along the line uh, a guy named jason stoker who was a founding executive director for reclaim project great friend of mine uh still in starkville uh him and shannon uh joined in and said hey You know, wouldn't this be uh, an awesome thing if we could start a nonprofit to help fund uh, these adoptions, but also raise awareness uh, for orphan care and and working with vulnerable children, not just in Mississippi but around the world. And so uh, they took off, used their uh, business, Deep South Pout, which is still it's a women women's clothing boutique up in Starkville, um, to really launch uh, a nonprofit alongside those families. And so they formed a board, uh, went to figure out how to how do you start uh, a nonprofit, how do you get a five hundred one c three up off the ground. And so that was back in two thousand and twelve. Um, and during that time, uh, Allison. Uh, My wife was uh, living in Africa. This is before we were married um, with a girl named Casey Shackelford. They had moved there as two young college girls right out of uh, Mississippi College, uh, graduated, were education majors, and said, hey, we want to do something uh, for orphans and vulnerable children uh, across the globe. So they moved. Allison, yeah, yeah,
1: I'm so interested in what is someone who just helps and says with their roommate. I mean, I think we all, if we, you know, went to college, you had a a friend roommate or whatever. And most of us, like, we may have had some wild and crazy ideas together, (laughs) but never like
3: leaving and moving to Africa. So what called you there? Um, Well, my calling towards missions and all that kind of started in high school. Um, God just began tugging at my heart, and I had been exposed to, um, to a couple different ministries that were doing cool work in Africa. So went to Mississippi College and probably like a lot of early 18-year-olds, I didn't really know what to study. So I thought education seems like a good broad, like, I like, I love children. And so this seems like a great idea. And it was a great program, like the education program at Mississippi College is still really involved in our programs, their professors have come over on multiple trips to Africa and things like that. But through the course of college and getting my degree, I just really felt like um, I didn't feel called to teach Uh, in the classroom in America, I had been over to Africa on several mission trips throughout college. We actually had a professor, Robert Fortenberry, who's a he's the missions pastor now at First Baptist uh, Jackson here in Mississippi. But he was teaching on furlough at Mississippi College. And Brett and I both had him for intercultural communications class. And he would tell stories about Africa and sharing the gospel in these remote villages. And here I am thinking like, okay, I'm kind of trying to study to be a teacher. But everything he's saying is like, really intriguing and so we actually asked he and his wife if we took a semester off of college and just came and lived with you and your family would you teach us about missions and life in africa and he was kind of like if that's okay with your parents i mean I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. that was a really good question and to this, ask yeah and so i went back and talked to my dad and his first response was absolutely not <laughs> um, But through further conversations, and uh, there were four of us who went, so we spent a semester, took a semester off, um, lived with he and his wife and just learned about Africa and the needs there. And just, I mean, you know how it is. You you can hear about something, but when you see it firsthand, it changes you and it changes your perspectives and your passions. And so... We lived across the street from an orphan care center that had been started by a group of Canadian women, and it had run out of funding, but the building was still there. And so two local women would show up every day with no pay and a group of about 20 children, and they would just stand out in the yard of this building and she would, anything she could think of to entertain them or teach them. She taught them swing dancing and she try to teach them manners. And they had no funding, but the heart was there to care for these children. Um, we were living in Botswana at the time, which is one of the HIV and AIDS capitals of the world. So at that time, one in four children in Botswana was an orphan. And so I don't know, it just, it really impacted me. And so I went, you know, after that semester that we spent, went back to MC and. My girlfriend, Casey, uh, who had been over to Africa on some summer mission trips, I sat down with her one day. We were at a Barnes & Noble, the Barnes & Noble at the Renaissance. This was back in 2010, 11. 11. And we just sat down and we were like, man, there's this passion like brewing in our hearts. We don't really know what to do with it. And we got out a subway napkin and just wrote out like a kind of a dream. What if we moved over there and worked with local existing churches to try to equip them with maybe some sustainable business models to care for the needs of orphans in the community. Cause we saw how like lots of organizations had come in with great intentions and then eventually their visas expired or whatever it was, because there wasn't a sustainability aspect to it, they would always fizzle out. And so our hope was, can we come in and do some small business models, even if the ministry is kept small. So we started with just 10 children. If it's sustained locally, then they're not dependent on us. And so Casey and I, uh, you know, prayed about it. We we met with some local business people and sat down with our little plan, which was like a subway napkin. We're like, we want to move to Africa and start orphan care and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, well, what's your plan for funding? You know, we're like, oh, we don't know. Well, what's your plan for um, a car? Oh, we don't, you know, yeah. really have a plan for that either. But they helped us kind of come up with a funding plan. And so anyways, a few days after we graduated, we moved over there to Africa and God did it. I mean, God did it all, because you can hear how ignorant we were about what all went into this. But we started our first orphan care center um, in Botswana, and Jason, the founding director of Reclaim Project, got connected to us about halfway through our time there and was kind of like, what's the long plan here, like, beyond now? And we're like, we don't know, because we don't have for ourselves any kind of sustainable funding. Like, we went with the money in our bank accounts, and, like, my dad helped Sponsor us and a few local people, but there wasn't a long vision. It was just to try to start this one little thing. Um, and Jason was like, "Well, what if we got behind you guys? Would you want to repeat?" That was this reclaimed. Model? reclaimed, got behind. What I love about this story
1: is, is all the good things that were going on at one time to sort of all come together. Right. I mean, you were all, you know, taking the step or the leap of faith and doing what you thought you were being called at this certain time in two different parts of Mississippi and parts of the world. And then they're going to start to sort of move together to come to where, you know, it's at now. So fast forward to how long have you been executive director, uh, Brett?
2: Yeah. So it's been about two and a half years. Uh, so, uh, Alice and I got married, uh, Jason hired us on uh, from in the in the very beginning, and um, we we went to work trying to build uh, a sustainable uh, ministry to kids in Africa. And so um, we moved to Africa. We were there about six years, and then um, two and a half years ago, Jason had resigned, and still a huge supporter of, of reclaimed and, and very involved. But um, there was a need for a new executive director. So Alison had been there. Our kids were. Getting about school age, uh, Bo, our oldest, uh, he's six years old, just turned six this month. And we have a little boy named, uh, Hunter, who's two years old. Uh, they're both born in South Africa. Um, but there, there really was a need and for a change for Allison and I, um, to be back here in the States, uh, maybe to get them in school and, uh, be connected, uh, here in the States. So we moved back here two and a half years ago and, uh, Reclaim had been in Starkville. Um, and Allison's family was here in Jackson. We knew, knew a lot of people, uh, here in, in, uh, Jackson because of going to school at Mississippi College. And so, uh, we, we presented to the board the idea, hey, what if we moved our, our headquarters, uh, to Jackson? And so, uh, Robert Green at Fondren Church, they've been big supporters of Reclaim for a long time. They said, hey, we've got a ton of square footage. We're at the, uh, old Woodland Hills Baptist Church there in Fondren. Um, we would love to have Reclaim come and, and office there. And so they were so good to us. And, uh, we moved to Fondren, set up camp there and, and have Been in Jackson ever since.
1: Ever since, as well as bringing your ministry of Reclaim right back to Mississippi, to Marks, Mississippi, to be specific. And we'll get into that story and more with Brett and Allison coming up next.
4: On the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center. I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to seabrookpaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 76. Tonight, a 40% chance of rain, partly cloudy, low around 54. Your Thursday, a 40% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 67. And for your finally Friday, a beautiful day. Sunny skies, high near 61. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard Dealer in Brandon. Let us change your car buying experience.
5: Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3, Super Talk Jackson.
0: Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi.
3: I don't.
1: wants to remind you that there's an adventure in Mississippi awaiting you, so go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. We're finding out more about the Barnhill Adventure. I would say that's that would be fair to say your marriage has been since you guys got together, Brett and Allison, who are now help running Reclaim, which is back in Mississippi, or has always been in Mississippi, but it's now located in central Mississippi. But y'all still do your work over in Africa, but we are going to shift gears because y'all shift gears a little bit, brought back the same model that maybe you guys were using uh, with great success over there to Mississippi, and it landed you in Marks, Mississippi. So, Brett, you do a great uh, job of sharing why Marks. So why did Reclaim Choose Marks, Mississippi?
2: Absolutely. Well, our leadership, you know, we were uh, making a lot of progress in Africa. We had gone from Botswana, started work in Lesotho, and and, uh, even in Zimbabwe. But um, really, we're just seeking – well. Yes, there's children in need around the world, but what about our own kids, you know, right home here in Mississippi? And so um, our former director, Jason, started kind of asking around and praying and, and uh, you know, trying to figure out, well, where would we start if we were going to do something uh, in Mississippi? And so he had a good friend, uh, Lance Reed, who's a Chick-fil-A uh, owner-operator up in Oxford, Mississippi, and went and knew that Lance was involved with some stuff, you know, going on in the state. So uh, called Lance and said, hey, Lance, you know, we reclaim we really want to start trying to do something uh, here in the state. Um, you know, where should we start? So Lance said, well, great. Why don't you come to Quitman County with me? And Jason kind of didn't know where, you know, what, what was Quitman County? And, and, and Lance said, well, we're we going to go to Marks, Mississippi. And so drove up to Oxford. They got in the car together and uh, went out to Marks, which is uh, right across the interstate uh, on your way to Clarksdale, Mississippi. A lot of y'all have been uh, out and done uh, stuff in Clarksdale. But Marks is a very small town, uh, but has a lot of historical significance when it comes to the civil rights uh, movement. Uh, Martin Luther King Jr. used to go and preach there at a little bitty uh, Baptist church called Valley Queen uh, Missionary Baptist Church Uh, and when he was there he spoke uh, a lot about the poverty that he saw Uh, Quitman County was for a very long time the poorest county in the entire country not just the state of Mississippi um, and still is uh, a very poor county and so Jason and Lance and a few other uh, leaders sat down actually that day uh, with the mayor and with the school superintendent. It was a new superintendent, uh, Dr. Evelyn Jossell, uh, who had just come in. This is twenty, I think, end of twenty fifteen. Um, and and really, our posture as Reclaim was, hey, we we want to serve, but you know, we don't have this you know grand idea of how we want to help. We just want to know what the need is, and so sat down with the leadership and asked the question. You know what? What are the biggest needs uh, in Quitman County and specifically in Marks? And so uh, everyone was given their input, and when it came time for the uh, superintendent to speak, uh, Dr. Jossell said, "Well, I'll tell you exactly what we need." Don't in, you love in people Quitman like County.
1: that? It's like here, you know, shoot it to you straight.
2: Yes, and so she said, "We need three things." And the first thing she said was, "We need teachers um, because you know it was a low income area, very hard, you know." If you know anything about education, public education in Mississippi, we have a massive teacher shortage as it is right now, even before the pandemic. And it's just been worsened uh, by all the, uh, the terrible conditions, you know, around the state. So, um, she said we, we have a hard time getting certified, qualified teachers uh, to come teach in Quitman County. Um, and part of the reason is number two, we don't have adequate housing. Uh, for those teachers, you know, if we do get teachers, they're living somewhere else. You know, uh, Mark's is 30 minutes from Clarksdale, 45 minutes from Oxford, an hour from Memphis. And so teachers a lot of times would live where there's great housing and then come in and teach. In and Quipley that would County. get old.
1: I mean, yeah, that exactly. Sort of mm-hmm. uh, commute every day. Yeah. yeah.
2: And so she said teachers. Housing for teachers, and Lord knows we need Jesus. She's actually the uh, pastor's wife of a, a pastor from Lambert, Mississippi, there in Quitman County, um, and was just really passionate about that these kids need to know the Lord. It, that, that will change their lives. And so um, Reclaim said, all right, well— we can work on trying to help you get teachers. We can, you know, come up with some kind of plan, uh, for housing. And we got the Jesus thing, you know, figured out. We can do that. We're a faith based nonprofit. We were very excited. Um, and so I think before our team had left Marks that day, they had already formulated a plan. We need to buy some property and we need to get the word out. You know, we need teachers. Um, and so we started looking around. There was a few options there, but there was actually a building on Main Street, Marks, Mississippi, which was an old Masonic lodge. It was one of the first buildings that was built there in 1917. Uh, And so the downstairs of the building had been a pharmacy and kind of a a dime store for a long time, and the upstairs uh, was the lodge. But this was a big building. It was 8,000 square feet, 4,000 underneath, and then another 4,000 square feet up top. Um, And so one of our board members is Ty Garner. He's a contractor here locally uh, in Jackson. Um, He got involved, and they went and took a look at the building and said, well, we can turn this 4,000 square feet into apartments for teachers. And so
1: do you know what year that was? Because that's the story that yeah. we had here on Good Things, either right when it was opened and they mm-hmm. hadn't had, I don't even know if there was a teacher yet living in there, right? or maybe whenever it was just the idea. And I think there may have been a capital campaign yeah. or something sort of rally around it. But that is so, it's so cool to me to see it all come full circle. Sure. So what, about what year it was, was It was that? the
2: end of 2016, I believe, when we purchased the building. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then our first teachers were in there in the 2017, uh, 18 school year. Um, so what was neat was we purchased the building, we renovated and moved. Into the building in 2017, which was the centennial anniversary of that building. It had been used for oh, cool. so many different things um, over 100 100 years, and then we were able to repurpose it for. Um, education and a community center uh, for children so it was a really cool uh, celebration had a big it, ribbon cutting and all that you
1: stuff. know and if you wouldn't have taken the time by you just being the reclaimed uh, team of asking the community what they needed I mean other investors may have come in and redone a beautiful job into a boutique right. you know um, hotel or maybe restaurants but and yes that may would have brought revenue and it's still opportunity for that but it wouldn't have fixed anything to mm-hmm. make you know marks better mm-hmm. but what what you heard that they needed were you know an attractive something Something to attract mm. quality right. teachers, and it worked, right?
2: Absolutely, yeah. We've our very first teacher, uh, Jason, put the word out there uh, trying to recruit teachers, and there was a young man uh, at uh, Ole Miss named Daniel Myrick, and Daniel had grown up uh, at Pine Lake here in uh, in Flowood, and um, was studying biology, but when, was actually already. Deciding, maybe he wanted to do education. wasn't quite sure. Maybe he wanted to teach and coach. And when he heard about the opportunity, he fast tracked himself uh, to get licensed as a teacher and said, "Sign me up, I'll go." And so Daniel uh, and a young man named Wiley Maddox uh, moved. This is before we even had the building, and 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 things were you know still in the process of being purchased. Um, and actually, he lived in someone's attic apartment. So I I, I actually spent some time uh, there. We would we would stay the night when we were trying to get work done on the building uh, in his attic apartment, and it was you know it was. A Humble, humble place to be, uh, but he took the jump before there was even housing available. I love so. too
1: that the two, first two teachers that uh, you know got connected with reclaimed were men. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a God thing. You know, nothing Absolutely. against male teachers. I think we need more of them. We just don't have very many um, of them, and particularly not many that are looking to move to the Delta to sort of you know have like a ministry slash profession. Which really, when right. you when you relocate to be a teacher somewhere, just like you know Allison moving to yes. Africa, you know, it's yes, you're taking skills as a profession. But it's also a ministry. There's another sort of sure. a component to that, so after so many years there, I know the pandemic was a bumpy ride for everybody, but but you guys were able, you plus the community there in Marks, were able to transform that school from a what grade to what grade?
2: Yeah, so uh, just in a matter of a few short years, the school district, when Dr. Jocel uh, took over and Reclaim got involved and lots of other people really, you know, putting effort towards it, um, the school district went from an F school rating to a C school rating, which is huge. Oh, that's, that's mean, huge. Massive success. Yeah. Massive.
1: And it was out, you know, and it was without and and you know doesn't know disrespect, but the state didn't have to get involved. Right, it wasn't like you know anyone had to really step in and bring in the reins. It was able to be done. You know, I would say privately, nonprofit wise, but still within the own community. The community absolutely. did it. Right, absolutely,
2: yeah. It was it was a huge uh, partnership effort. Um, there's so many people who've been who've been passionate about Mark's for a long time. It's just getting the right people involved at the right time. I mean, we've been so blessed with you know since we started out. I mean, donors stepping up, helping us purchase the building, helping uh, purchase things that are needed uh, you know, equipment for the school district um, and so many organizations that we've partnered with you know Reclaim we're very passionate about partnership you know with people who are uh, on the ground already doing work we've done that in Africa we came alongside churches who honestly were already taking care of kids we just wanted to assist and, and make the assist and figure out how can we help mm-hmm. what's our role and how can we leverage our relationships and resources um, to, and, and model you know really towards right. you know, making good
1: you know Allison you mentioned You have to kind of see it to believe it, kind of my words, not yours, by going to Africa, and then it really changes you. And I think one thing that would do good for all of us here Mm -hmm. in Mississippi is to at least see or be better aware of maybe the needs in our Mm -hmm. own state. It's easy to read a headline. It's Mm -hmm. easy to maybe hear statistics. But until you've walked into those schools and understand what an F rating really is, or until Mm -hmm. you've gotten to know that those are mothers and fathers or aunts and uncles and grandparents who are, for the most part, trying to do their best, and it is a broken sort of system or situation, it's hard to really you know, get the need of why people are so passionate about about helping it. Did you feel that same aha whenever you went to Mark's for the first time as when you went to Africa for the first time?
3: I continue to feel that way every time that we go to Mark's and hear stories coming out of Mark's. I mean, stories of brokenness, abandonment, um, neglect, and just lack of opportunity, you know, that moves you to action. It moves you to action when you see it. And so... um, the statistics the trajectory like brett can share later on maybe about the how they predict the number of prison beds needed in the future are by literacy rates at third grade because they know if these kids aren't reading we're going to need this many prison beds in the future um, so yeah it definitely moved we, me in the same way we hope we're moving you into action or at least getting more
1: involved or understanding the needs and there's still work to be done and we're going to talk about that coming up next here on good things
6: Stop. David Cox here, Omar Financial. Do
0: you have a 401k, IRA, retirement, or CD coming due? We can help with market-like returns and zero risk. Call David Cox,
5: 957-3841, 957-3841 now. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday, From 10 till noon. Eggs make the holidays complete
6: and are one of the most versatile ingredients for holiday celebrations. Great food makes great memories. And the Mississippi Egg Marketing Board wants to help you plan ahead so you can enjoy the holidays too. How about some delicious bacon and cheddar deviled eggs for your holiday party? Holiday morning buffet, ham and cheese breakfast casserole, creamy French toast, and quiche Lorraine. Your guests will be impressed. For more info on delicious holiday recipes, visit incredibleegg.org. I'm Kelly Bennett and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Governor Tate
1: Reeves says he will not stay tonight's execution of David Cox who pled guilty to killing his estranged wife Kim and sexually assaulting his stepdaughter in front of her dying mother. Jack Callahan with Fox has more.
6: Cox himself has been asking to be executed for the last three years. Dropping his appeals and stating in one court filing he is worthy of death. The lack of lethal injection drugs has delayed his death sentence but the state told the court earlier this year Had obtained them. Another family is hoping for a death chamber confession. Cox's sister-in-law disappeared in 2007. He is reported to be the last person to see her alive.
1: Eliminating the state income tax will increase the take-home pay for hardworking Mississippians. But Governor Tate Reeves reiterated on his social media feed yesterday he does not want a tax swap. He says that Mississippi is in the best fiscal and financial shape in its history, and our job makers and workforce deserve to reap the rewards.
0: Last year was a very tough year for the restaurant business, but our family of restaurants want to say to you, thank
3: you from Salamukis Jackson. Thank, thank you. you,
1: thank you for always coming back. Thank you from all of us at Bravo. Thank,
0: thank you so, so much. much from Bryce Street Bakery. We thank you.
1: Thank you for your support.
0: Another way we can say thank you is our annual gift card sale. Buy three, get one free, and ten percent we give to charity. You can buy them at the restaurants or online.
2: Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team.
0: Gallo knows Mississippi better than anyone. No one gets better interviews than him. Gallo. He asks all the questions everybody wants to know. Mornings on Super Talk Mississippi. Keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Up to the minute reports on air and always online at supertalk.fm. Your statewide news network. Supertalk Mississippi News at supertalk.fm. Upbeat, positive, and stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. The Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm.
1: Good things to do in Mississippi. So go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. We're continuing our conversation with Reclaim Leaders, Brett and Allison Barnhill. Brett being the executive director, they have taken what they learned in Africa and brought it to Marks, Mississippi and seeing great success. I think anytime you can take a school system without getting the state involved from an F to a C rating and then COVID right. <laughs> is is always just speaks volumes to that there are solutions, which is part of y'all's mission statement, which is God. Gospel hope and practical solutions, and I think, you know, anytime we get to hear those uh, success stories, to me, I just think those are the good things that should be uh, shouted through the rooftop. But you, but there's still work to be done, right? You guys take a deep, not a wide, sort of approach, and while you've had, uh, you know, great success here in the first couple of years at March, you have dreams for the for the future. So when someone asks you about the future of Reclaim, there, I know that's a loaded question, Brett. Where does your mind sort of go, though?
2: Yeah, well, um, we we have kind of of a, a saying, we, we want to see every child set up to succeed uh, by their community. Uh, and when that when it comes to marks, you know that requires a lot of partnership and a lot of uh, forethought and intentionality uh, with how we are uh, helping these children succeed. So education obviously is a big part of that. Um, and we talked a little bit about Daniel. You know, we've had, uh, to my knowledge, I think there was fifteen teachers that we've had come through Quitman County, which has just been an incredible. Um, uh, an incredible thing. And the neat thing about that is so Daniel is now in his sixth year uh, at the school. He has earned uh, such a, a reputation and earned trust with the community. Um, and actually, got married, and instead of choosing to, you know, relocate and maybe still teach in Quitman County but live somewhere else, he and his wife Kendall Mark, who uh, they they are both our Quitman County uh, Ministry directors, uh, they live right there off of Main Street uh, in a house that was built, you know, probably around the same time as uh, as the building uh, that we uh, have was. And so, him and his wife have taken up residence there, uh, live there, um, and so we're recruiting teachers. That's one thing that you know we always love to get the word out there. Hey, we want teachers to come uh, and fill spots in Quitman County. Um, Our hope would be that, you know, if we develop a model over the next three to five years, we will be able to also uh, do something like this in other parts of the state, uh, potentially in the Delta, if if that model would work uh, in similar communities in the Delta, but also uh, potentially in in Jackson uh, and other places. And so um, it's not just Daniel and Kendall. Uh, We have other teachers, uh, a young man named Drew Hall, who came also from Ole Miss. He was a Teach for America teacher who found out about, about what we we're doing, but that we had a particular Mindset that we wanted to mentor children, and we wanted to invest in these kids' lives spiritually. And he said, "Hey, I want to sign up for that." Uh, so he moved into the village. We call actually the building. We didn't mention that. We call it the village after the African proverb: uh, "It takes a village to raise a child." Um, and so the village um, apartments. He moved in, stayed there for two years, um, and then when he got engaged, him and his uh, fiance at the time, Laura, started uh, praying about and, and, and thinking about the decision: Where are we going to live? You know, we, we can't live in these apartments, you know, uh, with, with all the other teachers. Uh, let's figure out what we're going to do. And so instead of uh, living in Oxford and commuting, Laura actually works for the university there. And so it would make sense for them to live uh, in, in Oxford and commute to uh, Marks. They decided to rent a house uh, right there in Marks and live there. And so uh, we want – Uh, to fill the need in education in Quitman County Uh, and we're we're making progress towards that. We have have, uh, four teachers actually uh, at the end of this month we have a fifth teacher moving into the village um, to live there and to teach Um, but you know really our our goal is investing in the lives of these kids.
1: And I hear you Brett and I know um, our Good Things family is saying it too but it's like you know what I'm good with my job I don't think I want to be a teacher (laughs) but I love what what, what you guys are doing so there's got to be a way that I can be connected or at least learn more and Allison and I know you know it takes uh, a lot of faith to to put your whole family's you know life too on this journey of being missionaries and being uh, in terms of nonprofit because that takes the the buy in from the community it takes the buy in from other peoples to, to to keep seeing that going forward mm-hmm. in the form of money I mean That's in the right. form of funds and donations and things of that matter not just partnerships and you guys have come up with a really great way to sort of help raise funds but then offer a fun opportunity for folks to maybe get some fun things out of it so tell us about the raffle because I'm more likely to buy a raffle tickets than be your teacher. So, well come,
3: well, come on. Buy a raffle ticket. Well, so during COVID, like everybody, we had to kind of recalibrate our game plan. And so we couldn't do an in-person dinner, which is one a special time that we have every year. We have a fundraising dinner. And so we came up with the idea to do a raffle. So people could purchase raffle tickets and their ticket, with their ticket purchase, have an opportunity to win an awesome prize. But... We kind of see it as even if you don't win an awesome prize, you're making an investment in the most incredible, resilient, special people that we know. And so we did it last year, and it was a huge success. We raised around $60,000 for our ministries in Africa and in Marks. So we're doing it again this year, even though we also had an in-person dinner this year. The raffle was so successful that um, we're opening it up again this year. And last year we mostly just did Facebook advertising and kind of word of mouth. And so we're hoping this year to even eclipse that uh, that yeah. mark of sixty thousand that we did last year. And Brett's a good like uh, prize promo. Boy, <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. let him I'm do very the prize
2: about our prizes. Uh, we that's. That's I mean, what
3: people buy raffles, right? Yeah,
2: exactly. It's it, for me. It's like I can't win this raffle, but these are all my favorite things. You know, we, <laughs> we sit down and we try to deliberate. What would somebody want? Um, and so this year we have a uh, electric golf cart, a lithium you know powered golf cart from Ben Nelson uh, up in Madison um, that uh, we're raffling away. It's a thirteen thousand uh, dollar golf cart, tricked out you know lifted up, big tires, all that kind of stuff. Um, the second thing is a whitetail hunt. We knew in Mississippi, uh, what do people spend money on? Hunting. Uh, hunting, yeah. So we said this would be a great opportunity for someone to support a great cause, um, help out with education in Mississippi, and uh, take care of kids in Africa, um, but also have a chance at an awesome hunt. So it's actually a Michigan whitetail, which you know Michigan uh, deer are pretty big. Um, so we have a whitetail hunt. We have a custom vacation with Magnolia Travel Group. So it's a $5,000 voucher, basically. So if you want to add on to that, you can and, and go anywhere in the world.
1: Which they're a Mississippi-based company made they up are. of women.
2: Exactly. Yeah. So Brittany Schrock is a good friend of ours. And, uh, so she, she would be tailor making a vacation. Um, and then we have a Tempo Smart Gym, which I, I go to, I go to the uh, Baptist Health Flex in Madison. Uh, that's, that's my thing. But with COVID, a lot of people started working out at home. And so this is actually a California based company that, um, it's, it's an awesome, uh, gym. It's AI. It learns your movements and your, your body and everything and kind of tailors your, your exercises towards that. And the last thing is a Traeger Pellet Grill. Uh, and so it's one of the you know kind of newest and latest uh, things out there and one of the best uh, grill options for people who, you know, you like to smoke things and you like to do a good charcoal grill on the weekends. Mm-hmm. But on weeknights, hey, you want to kind of have something a little bit more simple. And so this is something you can literally plug your phone into. Uh, you can put your meat on, start smoking it, run to the grocery store, and your phone will tell you what the temperature is and you can change it. It's It's all, you know, I am Smartified. City. It's a Wi-Fi grill. So five prizes. Uh, you can play the raffle at www.reclaimproject.org, which is our website. There's a, a button there on the banner that you can click. Um, but 100% of the proceeds goes towards helping us uh, fund our ministry in Marks and Africa.
3: And the entries are only $25. 25 bucks. So is it 25 Do you do a 25 for what you want to win? Or is
2: Correct. It also, you can okay. kind of put it in whatever hat you want. Because then
1: I'm thinking, then it becomes like Dirty Santa. Well, I got the hunt. I don't want to hunt, but I want the grill. Can we That's now right. like start
3: to- <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, you uh-huh. can so put it towards what you, you want. want it. Mm-hmm. I would not be playing for the Whitetail. I would be going for the vacation. Although my husband would be very excited about it. Mm-hmm. But it that's right. right. That's right. Okay, so
1: when's the deadline?
2: So the raffle ends at midnight on December 14th. So we're, I think, four weeks out at this point. Four, four more weeks to play. Yep.
1: And remember, I love when you mentioned it's a way to um, help pay into education here in Mississippi. And, yes, you guys are a nonprofit. You're, you're serving in Africa. You're also serving here in Marks. But at the end of the day, you really are helping to build up the education system there in Marks. And I think we can all support the fact that we know that the more educated our youth get, Absolutely. like, you know, quality education, it's a ripple effect of all the good things that can sort of come and sort of break generational uh, chains that can be on a family. Family or within a community. Mm-hmm. Not yes. that you leave the elders behind or the current parental, you know, uh, situation. But if you're going to see lasting change, the best investment is going to be uh, with with the youth. And we can all get behind helping um, helping out the um, the education system that way. You mentioned some statistics with literacy and prison rates. I find that very interesting. Round back that, uh, Brett. What are what are those?
2: Yeah. So. Um I believe it is in the, in the third grade or second grade, the, the way that they uh, measure – um, how many prison beds are going to need? Um, and you know, I've heard that statistic. It, it just blows my mind, you know, that that's the case. But we do have a pretty high literacy rate. You know, we we actually started a program at the village. So our downstairs uh, room is for after school programs for kids, which is real similar to what we do uh, in Africa with our uh, children. Uh, but these kids are coming in. We've we've actually paid some money to get curriculum for these kids to be in a very high quality reading program because we're combating uh, these statistics. Uh, head on in our after school program so we have about 44 kids uh, who are a part of our after school program and uh, actually one of our board members her name is Rosalind clinton she's the principal at the elementary school um, and has been so instrumental in us figuring out what's the best way for us to help these young kids because right we want to reach them when they're young not necessarily try to deal with problems you know uh, when kids that kids are facing you know in their older years we want to start as young as we can with these children um, and so Roslyn, actually, we're, we're, they were having a child uh, that was really struggling in school, uh, and she's able to refer that child to our after-school program, get the parental consent to get them signed up uh, and coming. And so now uh, she is a part of our reading program. Uh, and so we're trying to combat those statistics and help these kids succeed uh, through education. But also, really, the, the cool thing about teachers uh, is teacher, a teacher is so much more than someone just giving you knowledge. Right.
1: Absolutely. And we will learn a little bit more about Reclaimed coming up next.
0: Two Mississippi museums, the Museum of Mississippi History and the Mississippi Civil Rights Museum, invites you to our Holiday Open House, Saturday, November 20th, and our Christmas by the Candlelight Tour on December 3rd. These events are open to the public and holiday trains begin running on December 1st. Bring the whole family and enjoy these events. While visiting, take a tour of Mississippi history through our two museums, located on North Street with free covered parking on North Jefferson Street. Come enjoy the holiday fun at two Mississippi museums. Join middays with Gerard Gibbert Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., sponsored by The Road, your destination for fine men's
4: clothing. The best made to order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769 208 8283. That's 769 208 8283. Once again, 769 208 8283. This is a closing agri-market report for the Supertalk Mississippi Agri News Network. I'm Bob Sullender. Stocks are trading down this afternoon. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is down 181 to 35,960. The NASDAQ is down 43 to 15,929. the S&P 500 is down 9 to 46,91. From the New York Cotton Exchange, March cotton closed up 179 to 116,92. And May cotton closed up 176 to 115,28. At the Chicago Board of Trade, January soybeans closed up 25 and three quarter cents to 12,77 a bushel. March soybeans are up 25 cents to 1288 and a quarter a bushel. December corn is up four and a quarter to 575 and a quarter a bushel. March corn is up four to 581 and a half a bushel. At the mercantile, February live cattle are up 30 cents to 136.40. April live cattle are up 47 cents to 140.27. January live feeders are down 35 cents to 158.92. And March live feeders are up 20 cents to 161.10. For the Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network, I'm Bob Sullinger. The holiday season is right around the corner. So give the
0: gift that's hard to wrap, but easy to give. Give them a steal. From powerful trimmers, blowers, and chainsaws under the tree to branded accessories stuffed in their stockings, the Steel Holiday Gift Guide has something for everyone. Visit your local steel dealer or go to steelusa.com slash gift guide. Real steel. Find yours. Available participating dealers while supplies last.
1: and planning your Mississippi getaway. Everything you need to know is over at visitmississippi.org. And just letting you know, the boys are on the move tomorrow. That's Sports Talk Mississippi, which is coming up next after Good Things for the grand opening of Celebration of Life Dental on South Lamar in Oxford. Plus, look for a Life Dental dentist near you in Batesville, Tupelo, Columbus, Byram, and two clinics in Alabama. So that's Sports Talk Mississippi in Oxford at Life Dental tomorrow from 3 to 6 p.m. after Good Things. We're rounding out our conversation with the Barn Hills. That's Brett and Allison. They are the leadership for Reclaim. And I hope you've at least gotten inspired to to learn a little bit more about what they're doing on the grounds there in Marks as well as in um, as in Africa. But, you know, we love to encourage people to visit Mississippi here, uh, Brett. And I think Marks is one of those places, as, as you first mentioned, we drive through it to maybe go to Clarksdale. We drive through it maybe to go to some other areas. Are there any markers or places where we can at least stop and have a reason to look around and maybe see marks for ourselves in a safe and not snoopy kind of manner, but, you know, to Absolutely. really visit Mississippi.
2: Yeah, it's really easy to find. You know, you go up I-55 to Batesville, take a left, uh, and, you know, headed towards Clarksdale. It's about half, it's about 20 miles, you know, off the interstate. Um, and actually, Amtrak, uh, right before COVID hit, uh, put a train station that you can take. Uh, it's the the New Orleans to Chicago train, so you can actually purchase. There's a daily train that goes from Jackson, Mississippi to Marks, Mississippi, uh and that would be a great opportunity to stop off in Marks, uh, you know, move around, see, you know, what there is to see there, but also, you know, places like Clarksdale where there's fun things, you know, going on um, and different venues like Morgan Freeman has, Ground Zero uh bar there and, and all types of different cool things uh to see. So yeah, Marks has a lot to offer. Uh and also I would say, and this is my pitch, we would love to have you come volunteer at the village. We'd love for you to come see what we're doing, uh meet some of the people um who are involved, um, both uh, our teachers but also just volunteers and, and community members. It's, it's an awesome community. There's great food as you know, in the Delta, but in in Marks, Mississippi, we have some great restaurants that you can come to. I've also
1: heard your great pitch, Brett, which I'll um, ask you to hear on Good Things for thinking about Marx as an, a place for investment. I mean, you never know who's listening to Good Things, and we love to be big dreamers here. Mm-hmm. But it took, you know, an innovative sort of vision for the village to turn something right. that was once a general store and a lodge into how, great housing for teachers and, and a community um, center underneath. But right across the street, you you hope one day someone's like, I want what building and do what with it
2: yeah so the old marks hotel is across the street from us and i look at it all the time it's a very dilapidated building but when you look at the the historical photos of marks itself um it was the first building there i mean there's pictures of of that hotel being there and then nothing on main street um and so what's neat about that building it's right adjacent to us um and you've got you know you think about Clarksdale, lots of people are going there um, to see uh, the, the blues and, and, and all the different history uh, that, that's happened in the Delta. Um, but right there in March, Mississippi, there's a lot. I, I'm a big dreamer and, and, and vision. So when I look at it, I can already kind of see it done. Um, some of y'all know uh, Charlie Pride, the country and western Never thing, heard of you know, him. Charlie Pride. <laughs> I'm Kidding. Um, I'm kidding. <laughs> he passed away the, the, this past year, but his family is still in March, Mississippi. Um, and so, you know, I've, I've thought and actually got the idea from a, a former board member of ours, Jay baby Denton, who's a farmer uh, there, he said, well, kn- Paul Pride, he's, he's got all the, uh, the personal effects of, of, of Charlie Pride, and why couldn't we make a museum right here in Marks, Mississippi, um, in, the, in the bottom of the Marks Hotel, and then have a place for people uh, to be able to stay? And so how cool would it be to see uh, other historic buildings in the Mississippi Delta used, um, not only uh, just for tourism and, and, and for enjoyment, but that's income generating, um, not just for Quitman County, but for the state. And, you know, we if we want opportunities uh for this community and for these kids then you know somebody's got to get out there and create them yeah. um and so i'm I'm a big believer that any anything's possible uh, when you set your mind to it so
1: Allison, I want to go back and end sort of with you because 10 years ago, 10, 11 years ago, you were a student at Mississippi College. You had no idea. You couldn't have written this script for where you would be with your husband and children and and the difference that you're making. And that's the same with so many uh, great stories we have here on Good Things. It's just someone who had the courage to have the faith to step out and sort of follow whatever it was on the inside. Mm -hmm. And so what would you say to someone who's thinking, well, that's great. That's them. Mm -hmm. They're go-getters, whatever, Mm that may have a dream or a vision maybe it's not to this extent or to you know go to Africa whatever it may be but they feel like they're being called to make a difference Mm -hmm. but they're terrified Mm -hmm. what would you say to them
3: um one of my favorite missionary stories is the Elliot's who um, they did amazing mission work in South America but she had a quote of when you don't know what to do just do the next right thing and so I think if if God's put a passion in your heart or you have a big dream Um, Don't think about the hundred steps it's going to take to cross the finish line. Just think about what would be the next right thing in making that come to reality. And if it's God's plan, he'll make it happen because I'm just going to tell you, we did not make all this happen. I mean, he wove it together at times. It felt like these random pieces and looking back, it's this tapestry that is creating this. It has created this awesome picture, but. I would say if it's on your heart, do the next right thing, and the doors will keep opening. And the next right thing would be buy a raffle ticket. Right. So where do we buy go, a Brett? Raffle
2: ticket. Uh, reclaimedproject.org.
1: Reclaimedproject.org. Buy a raffle ticket. This is the first of probably many times you'll hear reclaimed here on Good Things. And thank you for your time.
2: Thank Thanks so much, you, Rebecca. Rebecca. All
1: right, you guys stick with us. we got more for you coming up next. you got the boys with Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. But Rhino and I will be back tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things.